Excuse me, miss. Are you tired? I beg your pardon? Are you tired? No, why? Because you've been running through my mind all day. <laughs> and we're here. How's it going, everybody? At Burton's Crossing, we have a phone call conversation in progress with one Melissa Bivings. Say hi to everybody, Melissa. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Melissa Bivings. You are from where? Uh, Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. South Carolina. Dang. I was wrong this morning when I tagged you in a North Carolina post. I apologize for that. Uh, no biggie. Yeah. So this Confusing. is... Confusing. What's that? Confusing, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina. I mean, y'all look alike. So... Right? <laughs> sound alike, anyways. Some of you got that oh, yeah. thick drawl and some of you don't, though. How you doing down there in South Carolina? We're good. Yeah. Well, I'm good. You're good? Oh. Yeah. Good times. How's uh the kids? They're doing great. Nice, nice. What about Roman? You know, he's busy doing work and then RCs after work, so it's constantly work, work, work. Yeah. He seems like a workaholic. Yes. I mean, you both are, though, in all honesty. Like... You do so much stuff in a day. Like, you're obviously a mom first, you know, a wife. You run a sanctuary. You run a farm. You work. You raise kids. I mean, how do you do it? It's all in scheduling, honestly. Just making sure you have enough time in the day. Which is really hard. Yeah, I can imagine. So it's not enough hours. <laughs> That's true. Um, what's the weather like down there? Uh, it's really pretty during the day and then really cold at night. Nice. When I say really cold, I mean like in the like lower thirties, mid thirties. That's perfect weather That's for cold me. cold for me. Yeah, no, I know. It's perfect. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we had some fun with you when we went to DLB. That was, uh, first time we got to meet you and we got to meet you, Roman, and all those, all you Southerners. Uh, it was such an awesome awesome time though uh everybody there showed us a lot of love and you know we haven't been back because of covid and restrictions and all that goofiness but we're hoping to come back down there and hold another shred the ledge or some kind of event um but you know you're one of the few women that i have seen at rc events you know um, what, what brings you to our scene? Like, why, why do you, why do you like it so much? It's fun, honestly. And I get to travel. I love traveling. Um, I like meeting new people, well, most new people. <laughs> and it gives me time to spend with, you know, Roman. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise we wouldn't have anything to talk about or <laughs> see each other that often. Mm. So... You enjoyed that. So what, uh, yeah. what, how did you get into the hobby? Was it Roman or have you always had a inclination well, towards it? It was him. He, he was into it a few years before me and I just kind of go with him and watch or kind of wander off into the woods and do my own thing. And then I got tired of it and I was like, you know what? He brought home, um, this tiny little, um, TJ. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, that thing's cute, you know? <laughs> 
And I was like, I want it. And he's like, okay, you can have it. And that was a wrap. I, I've had one ever since. It's going on five years now. Nice. What uh, What's your favorite part of being in the hobby? The traveling part. Definitely traveling. Getting to go new places, see new things, the scenery. Mm. I love it. That's awesome. I, I oh, agree. Yeah. I, I love doing the traveling and meeting people and seeing the terrains and the rocks that we all climb. Uh, climb on and play in the mud because I like the mud. Um, what what is your what is your plan? What is your big goal this summer? Like obviously travel, it seems like. But what what else? What are you looking forward to? Something you want to do? Uh, I want to place in the top five. I got down to top oh. ten last year. I'm going for five this year. Yeah, tell tell my listeners a little bit about your competition. Now you aren't competing on just against just other women, are you? You're complete competing against the men too, right? Yeah, no. It's normally we do Sorka now, which is kind of a little bit harder. Right. Um, you know, ten gate, six minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, everything counts as a penalty. Um, so there's not really a lot of women. Mm-hmm. In Sorka, and if they do Sorka, they're in class two, and I do class one. Okay. So I compete against all the other guys. That's pretty impressive. I know that, you know, being in the Sorka events, I've done a few, you know, and I enjoy my time there. It is a pressure cooker. Um, what's it like? I don't know. You know, as as a woman, I can imagine it it might be different. I don't want to say intimidating because I, I know you're a strong ass woman and I don't want to put you in that box. But like I get intimidated when I go to events be like, Oh man, these guys are, you know, straight murderers and these comps. So like, what do you do to prepare yourself to go against these guys? Do you have a routine? Do you focus like zone out? Like, what do you, what do you do? <laughs> I just try to have fun. I try to have fun. How dare you? Right. (laughs) To me, you know, my main thing last year was finishing because I went from doing the scale scene, you know, G6ers to Sorka. Mm -hmm. And it's like everything. There's a clipboard. Oh, my goodness. There's someone with me, like watching my every move. (laughs) And it was intimidating at first. It really was. I'm like, you know, uh, Shaking like a leaf. Like, I uh, remember oh. I went to Rock Yard event was really the first real Sorka that I had done. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point, one of the guys pointing out that not only my hands, but my legs were shaking while I was on court. You got the full body shake. I was shake. that nervous. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm already an anxious, nervous person as is. Mm. And it just, after the first course, I'm usually okay. It's that first course, getting through it. Main goal is finishing, Hmm. finishing in that six minutes. That's great. That's a good attitude to have, honestly. You know, just being able to finish in six minutes. A lot of people that aren't in the RC scene wouldn't know what kind of stress it is, but it is a big stress. Like you're, you're limited on your backs, if any backs at all. You get, you know, points taken off for touching your truck, touching gates. You know, it it's a full on, like. pressure cooker basically and if you're 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 like you and me high anxiety as it is when you go into a comp your hands start to twitch your body starts to go in all goofy you're sweating and people are like dude you're just playing with a toy truck you shut your mouth i'll do what i want 
It's my body, all right? Yep. I'll freak out if I want to. Uh, so that's awesome, like, to to just be in that mindset of competition is is hard for me personally, uh, but I'm getting there. I'm enjoying the process a little bit more because of people like you and Roman. Uh, I get to watch you guys do what you do, uh, as well as Dave Zettelmoyer, you know, John Baskins, all these guys that I wheel with and compete with. You know, uh, there's some guys here, you know, Ben Gagne is a really good competitor. Travis is a really good competitor. They just don't get out enough we'll say to the bigger events but i believe once i think this summer uh they're going to be doing a lot more traveling and i'm hoping to you know follow them and root root for them as they do all the competitions as well as you you know um so yeah that's exciting um what can i ask you next let's see is there anything you want to say no <laughs> crickets no. crickets crickets so how do you get more women into the hobby how would you how would you do you want more women in the hobby i would love to have more women in the hobby it's just um with the sorka side it's really hard because it is a lot of pressure and i've watched over the years even with the you know trail g6ers like i've watched a lot of women come and go yeah i'm not really sure why do you think- I don't know if they just can't get into it mm. or it's too much stress. Mm. I, I, I honestly don't know. Mm. I mean, I really wish they would. I think one thing that is kind of a downfall that I've seen is they end up with not so great rigs. Right. And it kind of discourages them mm. because they're not being able to do their best due to the limitations of the rig. Hmm. That makes sense. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, absolutely. I okay. I see a lot of people using the ready-to-run trucks, you know, and yeah. they're out trying to compete with people, you know, with, with switchblade knives. Like, right. you're bringing a butter knife to a, a, a knife fight. doesn't usually work out, you know. Um, but that's a, a good call. Do you think, now, I don't know if this is something anyone else is doing, you know, do you think Sorka could hold a woman's only would that be beneficial or do you think that would hurt? In all honesty, I wouldn't do it if they did because there's not enough. I've mm. um, One of my first events, I did a Divas class. Mm-hmm. I won it because there was only two other women in the class with me mm. and neither one of them finished. All I did was finish. Uh, okay. I don't think I did that great, but I won mm. because there, there was only three of us and I finished. Nice. Well, hey, finishing is half the battle, bro. There's been many events I haven't finished. Oh, it's kind of crazy. Do you, what do you, what would there be, what could you change about the hobby if you wanted to change something? What would you want to change? More events during the summer. Yeah. Um, With me and Roman both doing it Mm -hmm. and having our kids when an event starts on a Thursday evening or a Friday morning, mm. it's really hard on us having to travel mm. and finding, you know, well, not finding, but my mom usually, you know, watches my kids while we're gone. She'll come to the house and, you mm. know, they do everything that I normally do. She just kind of oversees them. Mm. But it's really hard, though, because sometimes, you know, my mom, she gets sick and she yeah. can't watch them, you know? Yeah, exactly. So maybe, you know, just just more events during the summer 
for the family oriented people. Like we can't take our kids because you know we don't want them to miss school. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I would love for our kids to be able to go to more events, but mm. the big events they during the school year we can't take them. Mm, that's true. I know a lot of a lot of families um, struggle with that balance as well, trying to get to an event with their family or without their family. So it's like. Who gets left behind? Who who's missing out? Yep. You know, in the case of you guys, like you both compete and you both do things, so it's a little harder as, instead of you know just one enjoying the the hobby while the other one's like you're fine, go, I'll be here. You know, when you get back to right. the deal, and that's crazy. Well, that's good. It, I, I hope we get more events as well. Um, so when you're you're at these competitions, how are you received by everybody? Do you do you feel like people are put off by you? Do you feel like they're welcoming or do they consider you not a threat? And then when you do really well, they're like, oh, shit, I didn't see that. Um, everyone's always been so welcoming. I've never had a problem with, you know, feeling like I'm not welcomed at any event I've ever attended. Hmm. Um, and as far as like the competing level, yeah, most guys, you know, They'll be like, oh, she's not going to do anything. And plus, again, I have the tiny TJ right. with the tiny wheelbase. I mean, it's a little bit a little bit over 10 and a quarter. Wow. I think like 10 and three eighths. Yeah, that's a short wheelbase well, I mean, it's wheeling. it's really short. Yeah, it's really short wheelbase. So they're like, you know, looking at this tiny pink Jeep and they're like, oh, that's nothing. Hmm. And then, you know, the end of everything, the results come in. They're like, well, sh- what happened? She beat me. How'd she do that? <laughs> with that tiny ass Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, um, people underestimate a lot of competitors, you know, uh, cause of what they may drive or what they look like and they don't know them, you know, they're like, Oh, I see your truck. That can't be anything, you know, it's like, okay. And then they lose to those people and it's like, they handle it poorly sometimes, you know, yeah. uh, that's been my experience, um, uh, in some places, but I would say overall, I agree. 99% of the events I go to, everyone is so warm and welcoming. You know, I've not really met too many douchebags along the way. I mean, I have, don't get me wrong. But they're, you know, buried under the, the kindness of others. Like I said, when I went to, yep. you know, DLB, we were we were part of the family immediately with all of you guys. You know, every single competitor there was just so nice and so kind. So... It's 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 a nice refreshing uh, aspect of the hobby. Um, tell some people about your crazy ass turtle obsession and the sanctuary <laughs> you uh, have been creating. Tell us a, a little bit about yourself, Melissa. Um, as far as the turtles, it's something I've always loved. Turtles, like when I was little, we lived beside a creek, and I can remember taking my mom's butter dishes <laughs> and filling them with water and. I'd go hunt for little turtles, and I would hide them under my bed. Oh, boy. Because my mom wouldn't let me have them. So I'd keep them <laughs> under my bed for like a day, and I'd take them back just so I could play with them. Yeah. Um, at one point, I remember I had a box turtle in my dresser drawer, too. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's been like a lifelong obsession. And it comes with, like, they, they remind me of tiny dinosaurs. I mean, they live oh, forever. For sure. yeah. And they're just awesome. Mm. They all have little personalities. That's so um, funny. I do have a lot here um i think there's 35 ish well, here 35 ish what 
turtles and tortoises. Oh my um, God. Tell us I about have, those. I have 20 aquatics. Um, those are the ones that live, you know, in water. They come out to lay eggs and lay in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seven box turtles. They just kind of, they're here. They're awesome. <laughs> though. I really like the box turtles. Yeah. And then um, I have eight tortoises, including six sucatas, which get really big. I have one that is uh, way over 100 pounds. Jeez. He's, he's fun. He's fun trying to move around. Yeah, I bet. He's like, I'm not moving. I'm a rock. Move me. <laughs> yep. And it kind of, the whole, me started rescuing it started when Roman started um, RCs because I used to get mad at him because I have nothing to do. You know, right. he'd go here yonder and everywhere. And I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? He's like, get a hobby. <laughs> oh, shit. Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. All right. I would get some turtles. And mm. then it just grew and. Like, I would get people, you know, hey, can you take this one in? Hey, I found this one. And I can't say no. Hmm. Um, four of my sucata or three of my sucatas came from New York, actually. Hmm. Um, I started with um, Crush. He come down. He was actually, I used um, a friend of mine helped me out. And we used a, what is called Fur Baby Transport. Okay. And it's where they basically all up and down the coast and even out west, they organize legs of people driving from one location to the next oh, for another person to pick yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. This was a two day event for Crush. I mean, he went through at least 20 people to get to me. Wow. Yeah. And then um, about a year and a half, two years later, I ended up, um, the guy I got crushed from. He knew a guy that he worked with that had two that he just couldn't keep anymore because they were both males and males are aggressive toward each other Mm. and they kept digging and getting to each other and hurting each other. Mm. So he reached out and we ended up, um, he brought them to North Carolina and met me in North Carolina with them. Wow. So yeah, um, they come from all over. That's crazy, Um, dude. About to be spring, so I'll end up with more. Yeah. Uh... You rescued a deer. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about that little one. Oh, well, we kind of found her um, on our property. She kind of watched her for a little while Mm -hmm. to make sure mom wasn't going to come back. Her ears were folded back, which is a sign of dehydration. Mm. So after, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if their ears are folded Mm. um, back, it means they're dehydrated. They've been there for a while. That's oh, a sign wow. that mom hasn't been around for a while. Oh. Um, so I kind of waited like all day. I kind of kept, you know, check. And then finally I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring her back to the house. And I bottle fed her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of let her do her thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you've definitely got a good heart for the animals. Um, you know, it's always fun to watch you on Facebook when you post pictures of the turtles doing what they're doing and <laughs> and what animal Melissa is saving right now, you know, and, uh, it's fun, you know, and to watch Roman with his, his roosters and his chickens. That's, uh, that's pretty funny too. I was like, I've never had a friend who would post pictures of their roosters. You know me, I'm, I'm 14. I always say nice cock, you know, uh, cause, (laughs) cause you know, why not? It's predictable AF and it makes me giggle. Um, what's, what's, what's the story behind that? I, is it just, uh, 
a ho- a passion, a hobby? Does he show them? He's had them since he was young. Um, like way before he met me, he had them as a kid growing up. Hmm. I mean, it's something he's always had, basically. Um, when we first got together, he lived in an apartment, so he didn't have any. But as soon as we got out of that apartment, he started getting some. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I like animals. Why not? Yeah. And it's just something he's always had. Always. That's funny. So what's Roman doing these days? What's he? Is he getting ready for the comps? Is he building trucks? Are they built and ready? Him and Pearson. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, nationals coming up. Okay. Anywho, we have nationals coming up. Mm. Um, so him and Pearson are actually in the process together, working on all three of us new class one rigs. Ooh. Totally from the ground up. Um, scratch built bodies. That's you know. Of course. Yeah. Ooh, it's a big secret, yeah, and they yeah. will be revealed at nationals. Nice. Okay? I can't wait. Not before. And it's been really, really hard for Roman not to post pictures. Oh, like I can I'm really imagine. proud of him. Yeah. I'm really proud of him. Like Good. most of the time, he's like posted it by now. Yeah. Sneaky. And he peeps. hasn't. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Good for you. Good yeah, for him. The suspense. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for you so, guys. That'll be uh, yeah. a big event, the Nationals. Where is that this year? Is that Las Vegas? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's in um, Logandale, Nevada, mm-hmm. yep. like right outside of um, Logandale. Yep. I know, you know it. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been out west, so this is like I've never been past, you know, the Mississippi. So wow. this is like a really big deal for me. Those, I'm excited. Those rocks have traction for days, dude traction for days my friend uh, anthony kaplan and i went out there to do an event and they had gates that were up on these rocks and we were laughing we're like how the hell are we gonna get up those you know because we're we're from the east coast and there's no traction on any of the rocks we've wheeled you know right so it's like all right it's basically point and shoot and then they'd climb everything you know uh so That'll be that'll be a lot of fun for you guys, especially if you've never had any like high traction rocks. I don't know how the traction is where you are. I've, down at DLB, the yeah. the the rocks were similar to what to what we wheel on. Yep, yeah, it's about the same down here. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, are you guys coming to Ledgestock this year? Most definitely. That that's one of the things is it's no ifs, ands, or buts. We're going. Oh, that's awesome. I appreciate that. I love seeing you guys, you know, Roman working on the Bronco, you know, filing out the fenders. Yeah. Every run, he'd file out the fenders a little bit more, yep. file out the fenders a little bit more. Uh, Got to get it just right. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see what you guys bring for weapons this year. Um, I yeah. know I know you guys weren't you weren't really sure of how everything was, so you brought a couple of different rigs. But I remember Roman, he's like, nah, I'm bringing this one. I'm bringing this one. I'm bringing this one. I was like, all right, cool. I love seeing everybody's rigs at the events and how excited they get. It's it's fun for me. Yes. Yes. Well, dude. Exciting. What's that? It's exciting. Yeah. And tell that dude to get my bouncer started at least. It'll be ready you by You see me winking? Time. You see me winking at yeah. you? All right. Yeah. I hope he listens to this. I'll be like, Roman, call me, bro. <laughs> right. Yeah. It is on his list. I made sure it was on his list. Yeah, move that shit done. up the list a little bit. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> bust his chops. Um, I think that's it, dude. Like, 
I'm just want to say I'm super proud of you for all the hard work you've done for the RC community and women in general. Um, I think you're a good inspiration. You're strong and, you know, you'll, you'll inspire more women, maybe especially young women to strive for more, not be afraid, take big chances and swing hard, um, in the RC community. Um, and I hope this year of all years, you are able to put a stamp on it in a sense that you get to accomplish what you're accomplishing. Um, your sponsored driver now, who are all your sponsors? Uh, we got Holmes Hobby, um, well, Holmes Hobbies, um, Team Garage Hack, um, Exclusive RC. Uh, you know, uh, we do Coast to Coast, their team, just like the RCEC, which mm-hmm. also got yep. those guys. Yeah. Um, you know, RJ Fab. Of I was course. wondering, I was like, is she going to yeah. drop RJ Fab? If not, I'm going to cut her with it. <laughs> yeah, it is funny because he's like, I don't sponsor any drivers. And yeah. I'm like, um, you sponsor me fully, hun. Yeah, yeah. I'm you, you build all my stuff. I'm sponsored by RJ Fab. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. Very cool. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for taking the time to have a conversation with me. And um, if we meet up this summer, We'll have another one. If not, we'll definitely do it at Ledgestock. I'm bringing this podcast. I'm going to be interviewing everybody. Um, bringing a lot of stuff to uh, do that with. Um, yeah, I think that's it, dude. I love you, bro. Yep. Love you. And oh, you... oh, and I almost forgot. Um, I got Joe's Rope. Yeah. And Rig. Yeah, yes, that's right. They're new ones. So. They're the new ones, yeah. They're yeah. good. They're good people to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm like... It's so comfy, too. Hmm. Sick. Well, dude, you have a good one. Give everyone my love. And uh, we'll do. We'll talk soon, okay? All right. Bye. Bye.